Got to see their ministry, got to meet with their leaders, and uh, we were in a hotel room the night before we left, and it's just one of those clearest times when the Lord just gives amazing clarity, and he made it clear to all of us, and you know, we're pretty Baptistic, so we don't take subjective stuff real well, but we walked out of that room that night, and we all said, this is the couple the Lord wants us to partner with. And, um, and so that began a partnership, and you can read about some of what has gone on over those 25 years. If you have been to Indonesia as a part of this ministry, now we've kind of switched in Indonesia to doing more of the disciple-making hub stuff with Kevin Leilani, but for years we sent teams to help in their church planting and to help in a lot of arenas there. That, the Indonesian church has picked that up, and they're doing that so well now that they really don't need a lot from us in that arena. Um, So we've kind of moved to the least uh, evangelized, uh, unreached people groups uh, things. But if you've been to Indonesia as a part of the ministry with Sumbuta Marmi, I want to ask you to stand. We've probably sent 100 people over the years. Some have come and gone, but if you've been there, yeah, pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. So Sumbu is going to come, and he's going to bring God's word to us this morning. Uh, he's, he's very sufficient in his English, but he says, if I have to preach in English, I lose all my passion. And we don't want him to lose any passion. He might die. And, uh, and so very grateful for Andres, who came this morning not knowing any of us, to translate. And, uh, and so would you both come and let me pray for you. And uh, Sumbut's going to talk more about his family and ministry and some of what God's doing. But let me pray for you first, and then I'll, we'll look to the Lord. Father, thank you so much uh, for Sumbut. Thank you for Marmi. Thank you for your calling upon their lives. Thank you for the way that you have used them uh, to help individuals come to know you, to plant churches that are helping people come to know you and grow in you to be in charge of national organizations and seminaries. And uh, Lord, thank you for the benefit that we have experienced here as a result of their lives and their ministries. Spirit of the living God, I pray that Sumbut would just know the fullness of who you are. He would enjoy your presence. He would have a clarity of your word and, um, and just uh, bring to us what we need to hear today. Thank you for Andres, Lord. Thank you for him stepping into this role. And just give him a real ability to hear what Sumbut's saying and know how to best say it in English for those of us that are so limited in our language abilities. So thank you, Lord. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. 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 Assalamualaikum. Good morning. Uh, it is a blessing to be here and also privilege to speak in front of you. So straight, <laughs> just, yeah, my family, and uh, di Indonesia, negara muslim terbesar. In Indonesia, it's the great, uh, most populous Muslim country in the world. Jadi, uh, Islam radikal mulai naik. So the radical Islam is, is started to grow. Tapi timur tengah, itu goncang. But the Middle East, there is 
Sehingga banyak juga orang Indonesia yang Islam mulai bertanya mengenai iman mereka. Therefore that there's a lot of Muslim people in Indonesia that start to ask about their faith. Sebab orang Muslim Indonesia hormat kepada orang Islam di Timur Tengah. Because the Indonesian Muslim they respect the Middle East Muslims. Jadi ada tantangan tapi juga ada banyak kesempatan. So there are challenges but there's also opportunities. Uh, kemiskinan masih tinggi menurut World Bank statistik. The poverty is still high according to World Bank statistics. Jadi 26 juta yang miskin relatif dan 26 juta miskin absolut. There's 26 million that relatively poor and there's 26 million that are uh, poor absolutely. Ya, ini salah satu pemandangan ya. This is one of the views in Indonesia. Nah, ini Indonesia cukup besar 260 juta. Is Indonesia is Indonesia is quite large. Dan itu seperti New York dan California itu panjangnya. Is the length spans about New York to California. Masih ada 127 unreached people group. So there's still 127 unreached people group. Dan 27 unengaged unreached people group. Belum ada pekerja, belum ada orang percaya. So there are 27 that's unreached people group and unengaged. Nah, there's no worker over there. Bagaimana kami belajar hidup di tengah-tengah situasi yang sulit yang seperti itu? How do we learn to live righteously in the middle Satu of the situation? Satu ayat firman Tuhan ini, uh, ini ayat Natal ini. One of this verse, this is a Christmas verse. Tolong bacakan. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, decided to put her away secretly. Nah, ada yang menarik dari ayat ini ialah kata righteous man itu. There is one interesting word in here that is the righteous man. Nah, ternyata dalam NIV It turns out in NIV it says faithful to the law and in King James Version is a just man in NAS it's a righteous man and in the Indonesian translation it's translated to sincere and in Greek is dikaios jadi di situ saya mau sampaikan tiga hal ciri dari orang benar itu. So over here I want to um, spend the time to uh, make three points about the characteristic of a righteous man. Nah, perhatikan kata dikaios yang dipakai oleh Matius di situ. Please pay attention to this word dikaios. Kata Matthew. ini biasa dipakai dalam dunia pengadilan. This word is usually used in a court. Jadi uh, Paulus juga pakai kata ini untuk menunjukkan bahwa orang di dalam Kristus itu orang yang benar. So Paul used this word to show that this word is used for somebody or to describe somebody who is righteous. Jadi kalau ada orang dibawa ke pengadilan, ada penuduh, lalu juga kemudian ada pembela. So if somebody is brought to the court, there is a prosecutor and there's also a defender. Lalu hakim memutuskan apa memutuskan kalau memang orang itu benar diputuskan benar. So the judge will make a decision if that person is righteous, he will claim that he is right. Jadi benar menurut hukum. So correct according to the law. Benar menurut peraturan undang-undang. Correct according to what the law book of law says. Nah, Yusuf disebut sebagai orang benar oleh Matius. Joseph is called a righteous man according to Matthew. 
Nah jadi hasil penelitian dari Yusuf menurut hukum Yahudi, menurut hukum Musa, Yusuf orang benar. So according to the law of Moses and according to the book of law, Joseph is declared righteous. Yusuf itu dikayos di situ. Joseph is dikayos. Dan terjemahan yang yang lain ya faithful to the law, terus kemudian righteous man, a just man. So a different translation is righteous man, just man, right to the law. Nah, bagaimana Yusuf bisa disebut orang benar? How could Joseph can be called a righteous man? Apakah betul Yusuf orang benar menurut hukum Taurat? Is that true that Joseph is a righteous man according Disebutkan to the book of Disebutkan di ayat itu karena Yusuf orang benar. It is called that way because Joseph is a righteous man. Maka Yusuf mau menceraikan Maria dengan diam-diam. That's why he want to divorce Mary quietly. Apakah menceraikan diam-diam itu benar? Is divorcing quietly righteous? Nah, baga- <laughs> bagaimana menurut hukum Taurat? What does the law of Torah says? Nah, menurut hukum ini, bacakan. According to the law, if there is a girl who is a virgin engaged to a man and another man finds her in the city and lies with her, then you shall bring them both out to the gate of that city and you shall stone them to death. The girl, because she did not cry out in the city, and the man, because he has violated his neighbor's wife. Nah. That Thus you shall purge the evil from among you. Yeah. Jadi kalau Yusuf benar menurut ini, so if Joseph is righteous according to this law, maka Yusuf akan bawa Maria. Then Joseph will bring Mary kepada Pak Polisi Pak Ed. <laughs> to the police, Mr. Ed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maria harus dilempari dengan batu sampai mati. Mary has to be stoned to death by Frogs. Itu baru benar sesuai hukum Taurat. Then that is called righteous according to the benar law. Benar menurut hukum Musa. Righteous according to law Moses. Jadi di mana Yusuf benarnya? So itu. where is the righteousness in Joseph? Mau menceraikan Maria diam-diam. Wanted to divorce Mary silently. Nah, ternyata Yusuf memakai atau melaksanakan hukum yang lebih dalam. It turns out that Joseph is using a deeper sort of law. Nah, hukum yang lebih dalam yang dinubuatkan juga di dalam perjanjian lama. A deeper sort of law that is have been prophesied since the Old Testament. Nah, dalam dunia hukum ada ada dua prinsip ini. In the in the world of law, there is two kind of law. Retributive justice. Retributive justice. Itu gigi ganti gigi. Tooth for the tooth. Nyawa ganti nyawa. Life for life. Lalu kemudian equality before the law. There is another one, equality before the law. Nah, kalau kamu bayar 100, saya juga 100. If you pay 100, I also pay 100. Itu jadi hukum itu berlaku untuk orang yang besar tapi juga orang yang kecil. That laws used for somebody who's big or somebody who's lowly. Nah, itu equality before the law. Nah, tapi Yusuf apakah melakukan ini? But Joseph, does he do any of these things? Nampaknya yang dilakukan oleh Yusuf ialah bukan yang seperti ini. It turns out that what Joseph did is not any of these. Nah, ini nubuatan mengenai hukum di dalam perjanjian lama yang dilakukan oleh Yusuf. This is a prophecy about the law that Joseph have done. Yang dinubuatkan oleh Nabi Yesaya. It's prophesied by um, Yesaya. Yesaya. 
ya, yang digenapi oleh Yesus Kristus dan dikutip oleh Matius. Prophesied by Isaiah and fulfilled by Jesus Christ and quoted by Matthew. Ya, tolong bacakan ini di dalam Matius 12 ayat 18 sampai 21. In Matthews 12. Um, ya, oke. Okay. In Matthew 12:18-21 says, "Behold my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit upon him and he will declare justice to the Gentiles. He will not quarrel nor cry out, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and smoking flax he will not quench." Till he sends forth justice to victory, and in his name Gentiles will trust. Nah, jadi ini nubuatan Yesaya yang sebetulnya mengacu kepada Yesus. This is actually the prophecy of Isaiah that points toward Jesus. Yesus yang akan menegakkan hukum. Jesus will make uphold the yang law. Yang akan melakukan keadilan. That will do the righteousness. Melakukan kebenaran di situ. That will make things right. Nah, digambarkan di sini sebagai buluh yang patah. It described here as a reed that nah, is bruised. Saudara tahu buluh yang patah itu buluh itu adalah biasanya dipakai untuk rumah seperti itu di gambar itu. Sisters, reed is usually used to build a house. Nah, itu ka, tetapi kalau buluh itu patah, but if the reed is bruised, maka buluh itu akan dibuang dibakar sebagai api diang. Normally it is just being thrown away and burned for dan, fire. Dan itu tidak ada gunanya lagi. And there is no more use for it. Tetapi Alkitab mengatakan di situ, but the Bible says, itu tidak akan dibuang buluh itu. That reed is not going to be thrown away. Terus lalu gambaran yang kedua ialah mengenai sumbu yang redup. And the second picture there is a wick that is dimming. Waktu saya kecil saya tidak ada listrik. When I was small, I don't have electricity. Jadi kalau belajar pakai minyak lalu pakai itu sumbu seperti itu. So when I study, I usually normally have a wick, a lamp with a wick. Jadi selesai belajar hidungnya hitam. So after I finish studying, my nose is black. <laughs> Dan kalau sumbu itu sudah minyaknya sudah hampir habis. So if the wick almost uh, ran out, maka saya harus tiup, harus matikan. So I have to blow it away. Kalau tidak, itu akan membakar yang di dalam dan bisa bahaya. Otherwise it will burn the inside it will become dangerous. Nah, tetapi ayat ini mengatakan buluh yang redup tidak akan dimatikan. But this verse says the dimming wick is not going to get turned off. Masih bisa masih dihidupkan, dibiarkan. It will be left it alone to remain alive. Nah, maksudnya apa ini? What is that mean? Jadi Maria di mata Yusuf, so Mary in the eyes of Joseph, itu seperti seperti buluh yang patah. So it's like a bruised reed. Maria di mata Yusuf. Joseph in the eyes of Jesus. Maria. Uh, Mary in the eyes of it, Joseph. Itu seperti sudah sumbu yang redup mau mati. It's like a dimly burning wick. Jadi Maria itu sudah lemah. So Mary is weak. Maria itu sudah kayak pokoknya miskin, tidak ada harapan. Mary is like a poor person who has no hope. Maria itu sudah harus dihukum mati. Mary has to be sentenced to death. Maria itu sudah harus dibuang. Mary has to be thrown away. Orang yang benar, the righteous man, melakukan keadilan, did justice, dalam belas kasihan, with compassion, dalam kemurahan, kepada yang lemah, with compassion to the poor, kepada yang susah hidupnya, to the person who has hardship in his life. Nah, itulah ciri orang yang benar. 
Punya belas kasihan kepada orang yang lemah. Nah, dan ini yang dilakukan oleh Tuhan Yesus. This is what Jesus has done. Nah, ini yang dilakukan oleh Yusuf. This is what Joseph has done. Nah, secara manusia, according to man, Yesus itu hidup di bawah bimbingan Yusuf. Jesus lives under the leadership of Joseph. Secara manusia, according to man, karakter Yusuf, the character of menular kepada Yesus. Get infected to Jesus. Itu sebabnya Yesus memperhatikan orang miskin. That's why Jesus is paying attention to the poor. Memperhatikan orang yang lemah. Paying attention to the weak. Orang yang sudah di, yang pelacur dibawa kepada Yesus yang harus dihukum Yesus lepaskan. They prostitute. They come to Jesus. Jesus just let it go. Yang tidak punya makan dikasih makan. That doesn't have food. That's yang kena lepra itu disembuhkannya. That has leprosy is being Pengemis healed. yang buta itu dibuatnya melihat. Those who blind are healed. Orang yang benar. The righteous man. Punya belas kasihan. Has compassion kepada yang lemah, to the weak, kepada yang susah, to people who are needing. Orang yang susah memang mungkin tidak selalu dalam hal finansial. People who are needy doesn't always have to be financial. Tetapi saudara-saudara kita hidup pasti punya ada orang lain yang lebih lemah dari saudara. But when we live, there's always somebody else who are weaker than Dan us. Orang yang benar, a righteous man, punya belas kasihan kepedulian kepada yang lemah. Have a care and attention to the, those who are weak. Terima kasih kepada organisasi Mercy di gereja ini yang membantu orang lemah di Indonesia. Thank you for the Mercy organization in here that help the poor and weak people in Indonesia. Banyak anak-anak yang nggak bisa sekolah bisa sekolah. There's a lot of children that cannot school now can go to school. Oh, kemarin saya dari Relik ke Tucson. Last time I went from Relik to Tucson. Saya duduk di pesawat saya terus kiri kanan orang lain. I sit in the middle of the aisle. Eh, istri saya itu di belakang. My wife is behind me. Aduh, saya tidak suka itu. I don't like it. Kenapa saya dipisahkan? Why am I separated from my wife? Eh, jadi hati saya sedikit dongkol itu. So my heart is a little bit angry. Tet- tetapi selama tiga jam dari North Carolina ke Tucson, so the three hours flight from North Carolina, saya to bisa Tucson, ngomong ini dengan orang di samping saya. I was able to speak with cerita panjang lebar. It's a long stories. Dengan Inggris saya yang sepotong-sepotong itu. With my English that is Dan half. saudara tahu apa yang terjadi. And you know what happened? Saya cerita bahwa uh, sampai karena dia tanya terus because he keeps asking. Ya, jadi saya jelaskan. So I explained to him. Ma- mahasiswa teologi Theological di tempat kami itu Indonesia. biaya hidupnya 120 dolar per bulan. The living expenses is 120 dollar. Satu bulan, one month. Untuk tuition, untuk uang makan, untuk asrama, untuk pelayanan, semua. For tuitions, for living costs and food, lodging, everything. Ya, 120 dolar. 120 dollars. Banyak, 80% tidak bisa bayar sendiri. And 80% of them couldn't pay by themselves. Dan kami berusaha mencarikan pendukung. We try to find sponsors. Tapi hanya 50% dari itu. But only 50% of it. Jadi hanya 60 dolar setiap bulan. So only 60 dollars. Dan saya karena dia tanya saya jelaskan ini. Because he asked, I explained this to him. Lalu orang di samping saya itu. Then the person next to me. Saya akan bantu adopsi satu mahasiswa setiap bulan. He says he's gonna adopt one students per month. <laughs> Jadi saya. Pikir orang Amerika ini, so I think this American person, orang benar dari sudut itu, a righteous man from that point of view, 
karena punya belas kasihan kepada orang yang lemah. Because he has compassion to the weak. Yeah. Nah, yang ciri yang kedua, saudara. Second characteristic. Orang benar, righteous man. Orang yang bisa memanage marah menjadi kemurahan. A person who can manage anger to become merciful. But when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. Terima kasih. Yusuf mempertimbangkan itu, mau menceraikan. Joseph was thinking about it. He wanted to divorce her. Belum mendengar dari malaikat. He hasn't hear anything from the angels yet. Yeah. Nah, rupanya kata mempertimbangkan itu. It turns out the word consider. Nah, itu dari kata entumetentos. It comes from the Greek word entumetentos. Nah, kata itu ternyata diterjemahkan di dalam Lukas 4. That word is translated in Luke 4. Itu diterjemahkan marah. Translated as anger. Jadi kata itu mempertimbangkan itu bisa diterjemahkan marah. And that word considering can also be translated as rage. Jadi, nah, jadi kata mempertimbangkan itu memang bisa berarti mempertimbangkan. That word can also be used as considering. Tapi bisa juga berarti marah dan upset bisa range, ya. But that can also be translated as angry, rage, or upset. Nah, di dalam Lukas tadi, ketika Tuhan Yesus mengatakan di bait Allah hari ini genaplah firman Tuhan. In Luke, when Bible says this is this passage of the Bible will be fulfilled. Lalu orang-orang tu Yahudi marah kepada Yesus. And people has become angry to Jesus. Lalu Yesus mau dilemparkan ke jurang. And people want to throw Jesus. Nah, orang-orang itu marah. People are anger. Nah, kata marah itu and that angry word sama dengan kata mempertimbangkan itu. The same word as considering. Nah, tetapi di ayat kita semua terjemahan. And but for us, all the translation, American New Standard, semuanya memperti diterjemahkan mempertimbangkan. All the translations are translating it as considering. Nah, rupanya ini misleading interpretation. Turns out this is a misleading interpretation. Nah, sebab apa? Sebab saudara tahu bahwa kalau Mar Yusuf itu disebut di Katolik itu Santo. Because when Joseph is called in a Catholic, it's called Saint. Maria disebut Santa. Mary is called Santa. Kalau Santo marah-marah, if Saint is becoming angry, aduh itu enggak baik. Oh, it's not good. Kalau kalau Santa marah-marah, if Santa is becoming angry, apalagi Yusuf marah kepada Santa Maria yang wow, Santa Maria itu hebat. Much more worse when a saint angry to another Santa Maria. Nah, jadi karena itu tidak diterjemahkan marah. Therefore, that's why it's not translated as being angry. Jadi diterjemahkan Yusuf mempertimbangkan maksud itu. It's translated as Joseph is considering. Nah, saudara coba pikirkan yang muda-muda ini. No, brother, sisters, why don't you think? Kamu punya, kamu punya tonangan. You have somebody who you engage to. Iya, seminggu lagi akan menikah. One more week you're gonna get married. Tiba-tiba pacarmu. Suddenly your girlfriend. Tahu-tahu hamil dengan orang lain. Girlfriend is pregnant with somebody else. Nah, apakah kamu tidak marah? Aren't you not gonna be angry? Apakah kamu? Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Are you gonna call Hallelujah? 
Ya, itu itu gila itu. That's insane. Ya, 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 ya. Jadi Yusuf pasti marah. Joseph must be angry. Yusuf pasti dilukai. Joseph must be hurt. Hatinya sakit. His heart is hurt. Belum mendengar dari malaikat itu. He hasn't hear anything from the angels. Jadi sebagai manusia biasa pasti sakit hati. As a normal human, he will get hurt. Orang yang benar, a righteous man, bisa memanage marah menjadi kemurahan. Can manage anger and become turns it to become mercy. Orang yang benar, a righteous man, punya belas kasihan kepada yang miskin, yang susah. Has compassionate to those who are poor and weak. Dan yang kedua, the second thing, orang yang benar, a righteous man, bisa mengatur kemarahan menjadi kebaikan, can, menjadi kemurahan, can menjadi manage berkat. his anger to become blessings or mercy to others. Di sekitar kita pasti ada orang-orang yang pernah melukai saudara. Around us there must be somebody who hurt our feeling. Orang yang benar, the righteous man, bisa mengubah kemarahan menjadi kemurahan. Can manage their anger to become Itu sebabnya Tuhan Yesus berkata, "Bapa, ampuni mereka." That's why Jesus say, "Forgive them." Karena mereka tidak tahu apa yang mereka perbuat. Because they don't know what they're doing. Itu sebabnya Yesus berkata. That's why Jesus Kalau kamu ditampar pinggumu yang kiri, when you are slapped to your Ya, Tuhan juga berkata. Jesus said. Tuhan berkata, doakanlah orang yang menganiaya kamu. Pray for those who persecuted you. Orang benar, a righteous man. Orang yang punya bisa memanage kemarahan menjadi kemurahan. Can manage his anger to become mercy. Nah, saudara ini adalah guru Islam terkenal di di Indonesia termasuk dari sekolah Islam terbesar di Indonesia. This is a teacher Islamic teacher uh, one of the biggest one in Indonesia. Namanya Saifuddin. His name is Saifuddin. Kalau saudara lihat di YouTube, buka if, di YouTube. If you open up YouTube, saudara akan bisa menemukan kesaksian orang ini banyak. You'll be able to hear his testimony. Tapi orang dalam bahasa Indonesia. Of course it's in Indonesia. <laughs> nah, orang ini singkat cerita Short story. Dituduh insulting. It's accused being in- insulting. Karena kesaksiannya membawa orang Islam percaya Yesus banyak. Because his witness bring a lot of people to Jesus. Nah, karena dia guru Islam, ya. Because he's a teacher. Jadi dia punya pengaruh banyak terhadap orang Islam. He has a lot of influence to the Islamic people. Karena kesaksiannya diupload ke internet. Di, Because his witness is being uploaded in YouTube. Lalu banyak orang Islam marah kepada dia. A lot of people who Tahun lalu angry at him. Ditangkap dan masuk penjara. Last year he was thrown into jail. Belum diadili. He hasn't been dimasukkan uh, di penjara yang hanya muat harusnya 12 tapi diisi 35. He hasn't been in a court yet, but he already put into jail. That is very narrow. Jadi kalau di depan itu tidur, so if it's in front of him he Lalu yang di belakang dia harus duduk. So behind Behind him, he has to sit down. Dia dua minggu ditaruh di situ. Two weeks he's put in the cell. Dan itu bajunya dicopot lalu dianiaya oleh orang di penjara itu. Then his clothes is being torn apart. And kamu menghina Nabi saya. You say bad things about my, my kamu, prophet. Kamu meng, meng, menghina agama saya. You say bad things about my religion. Ya. Lalu dia di, dianiaya di situ. And he's being persecuted Hatinya right there. Dia berkata, hat, nah dia kirim SMS kepada ini, kirim SMS seminggu sebelum saya berangkat, saya terima SMS itu. He sent a SMS to uh, dia, us. 
Dan di SMS itu dia menceritakan tuh dia berkata Tuhan kenapa engkau bawa ke sini saya? In his SMS he tell the story. How come God? Saya tidak mau mati di saya tidak mau mati di penjara. I do not want to die in the jail. Saya, dan hari kedua ada orang meninggal di situ. There is a second person. There is somebody who who passed away who died in dan that cell. Dan dia berpikir jangan-jangan besok giliran saya. He thinks oh maybe tomorrow is my turn. Yeah. Tapi dia sakit diperlakukan itu. But he's so hurt when he's being treated that way. Dia betul-betul marah juga diperlakukan itu. He was so angry when he was treated that Tetapi way. Tetapi dia diingatkan oleh Yesus. But he was reminded of Jesus. Dan dia mengampuni mereka semua di sana. And he forgave everybody. Dan ada pendeta, ada orang Kristen mengirim supermi kepada dia. And there is a pastor that sends a noodle supermi. Untuk makan dan itu dibagikan kepada orang-orang yang di penjara itu. Instead of taking it himself, he spread it and give it all away to his. Dan dia banyak menolong orang di penjara itu. Dan akhirnya orang di penjara itu berkata wah dia ternyata orang baik. And what he thinks is oh this is a good man. Dan akhirnya di rumah ibadah di penjara itu orangnya tambah yang tertarik ikut Kristen. And turns out that people who are in that cell turning to Christ. Dan akhirnya banyak bahkan ada teroris juga yang percaya Yesus Kristus. It turns out some some people are terrorists that turns himself to Jesus. Dan Mei kemarin dia keluar dari penjara. And last May he got out from the jail. Dan ada 60 orang yang percaya Yesus Kristus. There are 60 people that turns himself to Jesus. Dan pada waktu dia ada di luar penjara, dia sudah memuridkan orang dan ada lagi tambah sekitar 120 orang percaya Yesus. And by the time he went out of the jail, he already has disciples a couple people. Now there are more. There are 120 people that have believed in Jesus. Dia marah di situ sakit hati, tetapi bisa memenit marahnya menjadi kemurahan kepada orang-orang. He was so angry. He was so hurt while he was in the cell, but he was able to turn his anger into some mercy to the other people in the same cells. Itu ciri yang sekarang ciri yang kedua ketiga. Now the third characteristics. Orang yang benar, the righteous man, orang yang taat kepada Tuhan lebih daripada semuanya, is a person who can be obedient to God above all things. And Joseph arose from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took her as his wife. Yeah. Yusuf kemudian dengar dari malaikat dan akhirnya mau menerima Maria sebagai istrinya. Joseph then listened from the angels and is willing to do as the angel says. Nah, saudara, ini filosof Denmark yang terkenal. Brothers and sisters, this is a philosopher from Denmark that's famous. Dan dalam bukunya Fear and Trembling itu, in his book Fear and Trembling, dia mengatakan bahwa iman sejati itu adalah. He said, "It's a." True faith is an absolute relationship to the absolute. Iman yang sejati itu ialah ada saya dan Tuhan. A true faith is between me and God. Tidak ada hukum di di saya. There is no law around me. Jadi tidak ada peraturan di depannya. Jadi hanya saya telanjang di hadapan Tuhan. It's me naked between me and God. Jadi saya harus taat kepada Tuhan. So I have to be. Jadi iman yang sejati tidak ada peraturan sekatnya. So the true faith doesn't have any intermediary between me and God. Ini, ini filosof ini memberi contoh tiga. This philosopher gave three examples. Yang pertama itu yang punya iman sejati itu Abraham. 
The first one that has a true faith is Abraham. Abraham diminta anaknya untuk dipersembahkan kepada Tuhan. Abraham was asked his son in order to be sacrificed to God. Oh, kalau Tuhan minta emasnya, ternaknya mungkin mudah. If God asked for his gold or his um, livestock, it's very easy. Tapi ini anak tunggalnya. But this is his only son. Tapi iman yang sejati. But a true faith. Taat kepada Tuhan. Faithful to God. Di atas semua yang lain. Above all things. Dan itulah yang dilakukan yang kedua ini contoh itu Yusuf itu. But this is a second example that's Joseph. Yusuf. Nah, menerima Maria sebagai istrinya itu tidak mudah. To accept Mary as his wife is not easy. Jelas ada pihak mertua sana dan ada pihak mertua di sini. Of course there's in-laws there and in-laws here. Ada juga komunitas di sana. There's also community. Yang tidak tahu bahwa Maria lahir melahirkan apa itu mengandung dari Roh Kudus. That doesn't know that Mary give birth from the Holy Spirit. Itu tantangan. Itu adalah kesulitan. That is a challenge. That's Tetapi iman yang sejati But the true faith adalah taat kepada Tuhan lebih dari semua yang lain. Is a faithfulness to God above all things. Maria juga begitu. Maria juga ketika malaikat datang kepadanya. Mary too when Mary was visited by the angel. Ya, kamu akan mengandung. You will be pregnant. Maria bisa saja menolak kepada Tuhan. Mary can just say no to God. Karena tantangannya bisa mati dihukum, dilempari batu. Because his challenge is she can get. Maria bisa bertanya Tuhan. She can ask God. Tuhan belum pernah di dalam keluarga saya ada yang wanita masih perawan hamil. There's no one in my family that's virgin and pregnant. Belum pernah di Israel ini wanita masih perawan hamil belum pernah ada. There's no such woman in this Israel country that kecuali kecuali itu di Los Angeles. Maybe except in Los Angeles. Tapi Maria mau menerima itu. But Mary is willing to receive that. Iman orang benar, a righteous man, taat kepada Tuhan di atas segala-galanya. Is faithful to God above all things. Saya dari Chicago. I'm from Chicago. Tiga tahun lalu. Chicago. Saya lihat di situ nama orang ini di Wheaton College. He I saw it from Wheaton College. This person's name. Idea mati saya di Ecuador. He died in Ecuador. Dan istrinya empat tahun lalu baru meninggal dunia. Four years ago, his wife just passed away. Nah, ternyata saya sudah baca sejarah orang ini. I read his history. Nah, dia menulis ini kata-kata yang terkenal ini. He wrote this sentence that's quite famous. He is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain. That which he cannot lose. Bukan bodoh. It's not a fool. Orang yang rela melepaskan apa yang memang akan terlepas. To give away what he cannot keep. Untuk mendapat yang tidak akan terlepas. To gain which we cannot lose. Tidak tolol, tidak goblok orang yang rela melepas apa yang memang akan terlepas. It is not foolishness to let go things that cannot be kept. Untuk mendapat yang tidak akan terlepas di sana, bukan kebodohan itu. To gain something that he cannot lose. Saudara, ini Amerika yang indah ini akan kita lepaskan. We will let it go someday. Dompet saudara akan saudara lepaskan. Your wallet is going to be let go one day. Mobil saudara akan saudara lepaskan. Your car is going to let go someday. Rumah saudara, tabungan saudara akan saudara lepaskan. Your house, your savings is going to be let go. Pasti akan terlepas itu semua. We're going to be let go. Ya, mungkin anak cucu saudara yang mewarisi. Your son and daughter is going to inherit those. Bukan bodoh. 
It's not foolishness. Orang yang rela melepas somebody who willing apa to let yang go, memang akan terlepas that will be let go someday. Untuk mendapat yang tidak akan terlepas di sana. To gain something that he cannot lose. Yesus berkata, simpanlah tidak hanya di dunia saja tapi simpanlah itu di di surga Jesus juga. Jesus say, do not store things on this earth but also store things in heaven. Yesus berkata, carilah dulu kerajaan Allah. Search first the kingdom of God. Nah, saudara-saudara, itu sebabnya Tuhan Yesus ketika ditanya murid-muridnya. That's why Jesus when he was asked by his disciples, "Kapan saya saya mengunjungi engkau ketika engkau di penjara?" Jesus, when did I visit you when you were in prison? Kapan saya memberi baju ketika engkau telanjang? When I, when did I clothe you when you were naked? Kapan saya memberi makan ketika engkau lapar? When did I get, feed you when you hungry? Kapan saya memberi air ketika engkau haus? When did I give you water when you're thirsty? Apa jawab Tuhan Yesus? What did Jesus say? Apa saja yang kamu perbuat? Whatever you did kepada orang yang lemah ini, to this weak person, kepada orang yang miskin ini, to this poor yang person, kecil ini, to this small, kamu berikan one, untuk aku. You gave it to me. Orang yang benar adalah orang yang taat kepada Tuhan lebih dari semua yang lain. Orang yang benar di hadapan Tuhan adalah orang yang ini ada amanat agung perintah Tuhan. And go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Dan Injil Kerajaan Allah ini harus didengar oleh setiap suku. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world for a witness to all the nations, and then the end shall come. Dan ini perintah Tuhan yang paling penting di dalam Alkitab. This is the message from God that is most very important. Orang yang benar, a righteous man, taat perintah Tuhan ini di atas segala-galanya. Is faithful to the word of God above all things. Orang yang benar, a righteous man, melakukan keadilan dalam belas kasihan. He will do justice with compassion. Bermurah hati kepada orang yang lemah. To give compassion to those who are weak. Orang yang benar adalah bisa memenit marahnya menjadi kemurahan. He can manage his anger. Mengampuni orang, melepaskan pengampunan. To forgive somebody, to let go. Orang yang benar taat kepada Tuhan di atas semua yang lain. A righteous man is obedient to God above all things. Tuhan memberkati. God bless.